Welcome to Maximize Your Social, practical and actionable advice on how your business can truly maximize your social media presence. Now, the host of Maximize Your Social, author of the recently published book of the same name and founder of Maximize Social Business, Neil Schaefer. Hi everybody, this is Neil Schaefer and welcome to another episode of Maximize Your Social. I hope wherever you are in the world, you are enjoying the holiday season with your family, doing lots of fun things. I have actually been settled down here in beautiful Orange County, California. We've had weather is in the 20s, which is, you know, 70s, 80s. It's been beautiful just spending time with the family. Really a time to recharge and vis-a-vis social media, which obviously this podcast is about. Really, you know, it's a great time to just unplug and, you know, reconsider everything that you've been doing. Obviously, you know, the beginning of the year, we audit our social media strategy, we tweak it, we optimize, we may start new experiments, what have you. Today, I want to talk about one of the new experiments that I'm doing, and it relates to Google+, which I've talked about before, and if you look at sort of the trends for 2014, and if I was going to talk about my trends, which will be the subject of my next podcast, I would definitely bring up Google+, Plus as one of those. I do believe it is starting to reach that tipping point where people are no longer asking, well, I thought Google Plus was a ghost town or why should my company be on it? And realizing that it is a natural extension of a communication channel that your social media program should make sure it encompasses, right? So with Google Plus, there's just a lot of analogies with other social networks. And I think that's the advantage of Google Plus is that it's you know relative latecomer compared to the Facebooks, Twitters, LinkedIn's. So I, I believe that you can see a lot of Google Plus today as you saw in Twitter a few years ago. Now, I think I mentioned this in a previous podcast, but I talked about how a lot of companies are still stuck in 2011 social media, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and they really haven't done much LinkedIn or you know Pinterest, Instagram, Google Plus, even though these are all major communities in their own right. But when it came to Twitter, it's really funny because a few years ago, if you had asked, you know, hey, are you on Twitter? Well, I don't care about what someone had for breakfast today. Uh, But, you know, no one's saying that anymore. And it hurts me that also no one is talking about LinkedIn as just a place where you go to look for a job. People realize that it is a professional networking environment with, you know, obviously chances to exhibit your thought leadership, to learn, and also to develop new business relationships. So if we look at the early days of Twitter and how did you get started, you probably got started by doing a search and searching for people that are talking about things. Now the challenge with Google+, and it's a challenge with other platforms as well, is there are a lot of profiles that are, you know, quote unquote, dead profiles. You have people on Twitter that joined and they didn't see its value and they never ended up using it. So you could follow 100 people, but you're only getting updates from a few of them because most of them really haven't participated, which is why I always say never just upload a database of your friends or your email address database and just follow all those people, whether it be Twitter or any other social network, because they may not be the right role models. They may use it differently or they may not be active, in which case it's sort of a waste of a follow, right? So Google Plus is very similar because Google Plus, there are many entryways into Google Plus. You know, people that just, you know, wanted to comment on a YouTube channel or maybe, you know, wanted to write a review uh, on a Google local listing or what have you, 
or even if you have an Android smartphone, you know, chances are you may have created a Google Plus account without realizing that you have now created a full-on social network account, and you may not be participating in it at all, yet your email address is associated with a profile, which then shows up as being a Google Plus user. This is one of the reasons why there are a lot of Google Plus users, but obviously all of them are not active. So really, you know, my suggestion for you with Google+, and I'll talk about my experiment in a bit, is obviously you want to find those people that are actually engaging on Google+. Now, hopefully, because you've been listening to my podcast and you hopefully you read Maximize Your Social, you already have a personal and or business page for your Google+, profile. Now, it's very common, obviously, if you come from the Facebook world, you can't friend your fans. Well, with Twitter and with Google+, you can follow or circle your fans. And this is obviously the, the first initial step of engagement that you should be taking. If people are engaging with you and following you, and if they are relevant to your business, you absolutely should be following them back. Google Plus does have a restriction. You can only follow 5,000 people, which is very similar to the Facebook restriction of you only being allowed to follow 5,000 friends. So keep that in mind when you start to follow people. But one of the interesting things you can do to engage on Google Plus, and the reason why it's very relevant and appropriate, and I see a lot of people doing it and it has value, is sharing circles. Now, truth be told, Mark Traphagen on Maximize Social Business talked about the power of circle sharing a long time ago. And I just don't think it's been utilized by a lot of people because it's like, okay, I can share a circle. What value does that add? And I was of the same opinion, in all honesty, but I saw a lot of people sharing them. I thought, you know what? I want to help other people find those that are actually engaging with my content. In other words, these are people that are plus oneing, that are commenting, that are sharing. They're real people, and they have an interest in social media content, which a lot of my other followers do as well. People are on Google+, not just looking for information, but to find other people to follow and to, to make new relationships, right? And therefore, I decided instead of just you know, putting a random 500 of the people I follow or my followers into a circle, I spent some time and actually went through post by post, basically creating a list of all those people that had engaged with me in one way or another. And after compiling the data for 10 days of my posts, I came to a list of about, I don't know, 125 people, but I whittled them down because there's some people out there that don't have profile photos, which I've never been a fan of. There are some brands and I was specifically looking for people. So I came up with a circle of 99 people and I added myself and I shared it. And this is my top 100 social media content engagers circle that I shared on my Google Plus profile on December 26th. And if you go there, you'll, you'll see that's gotten quite a bit of engagement. And why do circle sharing, why does it get a lot of engagement? Well, number one, I think there are a lot of people that are in the same shoes as you might be in. They are looking for good people to follow, people that are going to engage. No one wants to be part of a ghost town, which Google Plus never was, but nevertheless, if you still think that way, they want to follow people that are going to make a difference to their business, to themselves, and what have you. So that's one value that I think the other platforms, you know, with Twitter, I think because the sheer volume and the number of people that are engaging, it may not be as hard to find people. With Google+, Plus, I think it may be a little bit harder to find those relevant people. So by looking at the circles that are shared by the people that you respect and that you follow, it gives you a good introduction to people that have been vetted that you may want to follow as well. You don't need to follow all these people, but you can check out the circle and look for names that you recognize or people that might be interesting. 
and maybe follow a few of them, right? So I think that's one value. The other value is you as the sharer of a circle, it is a new form of engagement. Now the people that are in your circle do not get notified when the circle is shared, but if you tag them in your description of the circle when you post it to your profile, obviously they'll get notified. I do not recommend that you tag all of them, and that's why you know I kept my list to 100. I didn't want a 500-person list because I think it's pretty overwhelming when people are navigating through the circles. I kept mine to 100, and I basically you know talked about how I knew all these 100 people that had engaged with me. Some I met in Japan, some are fellow social media authors, some are maximized social business contributors, what have you. For 37 of those 100 people, I gave some context. You're not just randomly sharing something, you're giving context into why you're sharing it and what value these people have to you, etc. So by doing that, I was able to highlight these 37 people by tagging them. And obviously, when they find out that they're tagged in the circle that's getting shared, they are very happy that they are being recognized, not just by me, but I know that some of them have already emailed me back saying, wow, I just gained you know, tens of new followers just by my sharing that circle. So that's obviously another power once you have a scale of a lot of followers on Google+. But I think the other thing, and I have yet to write the blog post about it, but I, I really wanted to share this concept with you. And many of you know that I, well, one of my uh, clients and, and business partners is the Grammy Award-winning musician Pepe Aguirre. And I learned an incredible number of things working together with him. But one thing that Pepe taught me as a musician, and I don't think it's a lot different for a lot of brands out there and for your business, because everybody has fans. And he said, you know, Neil, the social media is great, but his fans often thank him for his social media communities because they've been able to meet other fans through them, people that have a common interest in Pepe's music. And by looking at each other's comments on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, and finding each other, and then making friends with each other, and seeing each other at Pepe's concerts... It's brought new meaning to their life above and beyond his music. I think that's the real, you know, one of the real defining concepts behind a community, right? It's, it's greater than your brand. It's about really the people and bringing people together because of a common interest. And I believe, and this is one of the most underutilized aspects of social media marketing, uh, there's many aspects I've uncovered on this Maximize Your Social podcast. I believe that brands, business pages, sharing circles of their fans Ideally, fans that have engaged with them, right? But sharing circles with their fans and highlighting their fans. Now, I did it as a person and people were happy. Think of the brands you like shared a circle of their fans and you were part of it. And, you know, brands, maybe your brand having a few hundred or a few thousand followers. I think that can be a very, very special way to engage with your fans, to thank your fans, to build a deeper relationship with your fans and most of all, to create that community so that fans can discover each other and thank you for that and, and really build a, a stronger and deeper community as a byproduct of that. That is something, okay, that you can't do on any other platform. And perhaps when Google Plus gets bigger, the sharing of circles will become what Follow Friday is right now on Twitter. It's sort of passe. Um, but at the beginning, Follow Friday was a great way to find other people, right? Well, I think that Google circles, because it's Google, because it has the circle functionality, because we're still in sort of an early adopter mode where people are looking for people to follow, and because brands have a way to do it, and I don't think other brands have really done it. In fact, I don't know of many brands that do follow Fridays, but that's maybe a subject for another podcast. Hopefully, you'll see the potential value. So here's your homework. If you're already on Google+, you get what I'm talking about, do it, right? But add value when you do it. 
if you are just beginning on Google Plus and you really haven't leveraged that much, you know, go through your posts from your business page and create a circle. I don't care if it's 10 or 20 or 50 of your fans that have engaged with your content, even if it's just a plus one, create a circle and thank them. And what's going to happen is you're going to have other people saying, wow, I wish I would have gotten added to that circle. And even without promising to create future circles to share in the future, you get people engaging with you and, and realizing that, wow, you're adding value to the community by making all these great people that follow you discoverable to each other and to the Google Plus community. I hope that makes sense. I try not to get esoteric or philosophical on these podcasts. There are concepts behind what I talk about, but I always try to bring them down into practical, actionable reality, which I hope I accomplished. So that is my value-added, hopefully value-added podcast for today. I really appreciate all your comments, all your ratings on iTunes. I encourage you to keep those up so that you can help me help others discover my podcast. I look forward to hearing back from you. And once again, if there's something you'd like covered on this podcast, please let me know. Neil Schaefer, MaximizeYourSocial.com, MaximizeSocialBusiness.com. Wherever you are in the world, I hope, like I said, you're still enjoying your holidays. And if I don't talk to you before then, or if you don't listen to my next podcast before then, I do wish you all a very, very happy new year and all the best in 2014. That's all for today, everybody. Bye-bye and make it a great day wherever you are in the world. Thanks for listening to Maximize Your Social. We appreciate your iTunes subscriptions, ratings, and comments. If you would like to appear on this show or recommend content, please contact Neil Schaefer at neil at maximizeyoursocial.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.